Welcome back to A Journey with Dante podcast and uh, reflections on Dante's life, work and the divine comedy. My name is Richard and I will be your host today. And in this episode, we're going to talk about Canto 5. So we're having this reading group now on our community on Reddit. And so we're doing two cantos per week. And from now until Monday, we're going to discuss chapter 5, Canto 5 in the paradise, Paradiso. And we're just going to go through a couple of things that are standing out in this, this episode. Uh, so we're still on, we're kind of removing from the sphere of the moon and then uh, towards like in two thirds into the canto, we, we're uh, ascending <laughs> through the eyes of Beatrice, uh, metaphorically knowledge also, and like th- th- theological knowledge into the sphere of Mercury. So uh, from the beginning, there is a couple of things that, that uh, Beatrice is talking about. So uh, a big theme on the moon is the vows and the nature of the vows, the substance and the nature, and you have like huge theological, or almost like um, like these mini lectures or dissertations almost from Beatrice about how this works, and then how the the vow in itself cannot be uh, like it cannot be broken without being broken, but you could in some cases you can. Uh, change the substance of it and uh, then she refers to the old biblical stories that like when you're doing sacrifices <laughs> then you could you could change the sacrifice if you do more of it for example like the the substance of it so um so that's one part of it and then this leads into the topic of the free will and our freedom to choose and then also how Beatrice is describing this, that this is seen as the, the biggest gift that is given to us as humans from the divine is that we have a choice, like a free will to make choices in life. This goes back to the whole overall theme of the comedy that it's about the consequences of exercising your free will. So making bad choices, like using your free will to make bad choices, you will metaphorically get into conditions of the inferno. If you make good choices, it will be more of a paradise. And the middle book is about how to uh, learn more about yourself, human nature and the world through reason and through just kind of studying the different vices and virtues on the terraces to, to be able to make these choices better and to exercise your free will in a better way for yourself, more constructive way. So, but... Uh, we're going to take one little quarter from the beginning of the canto, which is from verse 7, when Beatrice is saying, I can see how into your mind already there shines eternal light, which of itself, once it is seen, forever kindles love. And it's just a beautiful way of saying that once the eternal light is seen, it, it's something we can at least interpret this that that's something that will stay with you. It has almost a little bit of feeling from uh, from the old biblical stories with with Jacob's ladder. Like once the connection to the divine has been made with the ladder, then the story changes from there on. So it's a bit of kind of alluding to that concept in a sense, and um, it also goes into this that you have the first spark of it, and then it will keep growing as you keep learning and it will be like bigger. We'll, we'll see this later when in the beginning he sees in a sense paradise in the eyes of Beatrice. But we will we'll reach this point when she suddenly tells him paradise is everywhere. 
like you can see it's everywhere around you. You don't have to focus deep into the theology anymore. You will start seeing it reflected everywhere around you. So kind of one of those big moments in, in the journey of the paradise. So that was the first one. And um, then Beatrice goes quickly into talking about the free will and saying that the greatest gift that our bon- bontius Lord bestowed as the creator in creating the gift he cherishes the most, the one most like himself, was freedom of the will. All creatures with intelligence and they alone were so endowed both then and now. So this is one of the keys to understanding the, the what Dante is trying to explain to us through the comedy and also the case that he is making that this topic of the free will is is so crucial to everything about life. Acknowledging there's a free will and then understanding how to use the free will better. So a bit like what we started talking about in the beginning of this episode. Uh, and then she says also then that giving this free will, making a vow, you're then giving some of your free freedom of choice to the divine as kind of the biggest gift you can possibly give back is some or a part of your own free will. So, uh, which is, and then it's also like the sacrifice, the free will wills itself. So there's something about like then you make the choice to give up some of your, your, your freedom to choose. And then it also, uh, tiny aside there, but she also says that like be, beware of rushing into vows. Do not be like a feather in the wind or think that every water washes clean. And then comes something crucial here. You have the testaments, the old and new. As a guide, you have the shepherd of the church. They should be all you need to save your soul. So this is important in terms of understanding the medieval theology and cosmology that the vows are not necessary for kind of salvation or for being a, a, a good person and kind of having making good choices and, and getting good consequences in your life, you could you could learn the spiritual wisdom of the scriptures and then you can also have the guide sometimes in the church. But most of <laughs> Dante's comedy, the church is not a good ch- shepherd. It's more directly described as kind of the, the cause of so much of the of the of the evil in the world as he talks directly about in the third terrace of purgatory that since the shepherd has gone astray then many people are following the example of the corrupt kind of new papacy that you had especially from from the schism in 1054 until boniface in at around 1300 so those 250 years is kind of a, a really uh, it's a, it's a really kind of it's a period in church history where where the church changes into being this imperial city-state of Rome again after they bre- broke free from Byzantium or Constantinople, and then it, it it changed and it's often you could see it primarily as just a power institution that is using the authority of the church, which is the, some of this critique that comes back again and again from Dante. Uh, okay, and then they uh, come to Mercury. They see all the souls coming. There's a beautiful uh, phrasing of this as well. 
that uh, as in the clear still water of a pond, the fish are lured towards something fallen in, as if they knew it was their food. So here I saw more than a thousand splendors move toward us. And in each one I heard a cry, Behold, one more who will increase our love. This is partly pointing back to this idea that that the divine love is being reflected and mutually kind of strengthened and reinforced between people who are focusing on the divine love because then it will, like light rays in, in mirrors, it will just um, multiply and amplify. So that's why they're welcoming him so much, like one more blessed soul who will just increase the, the total amount of the love. And then the first soul there that starts to speak will not say its name yet. It will come in the sixth canto. But the opening tercet is kind of this huge shift in tone suddenly. So this soul is saying, O bliss-born soul, to whom the divine grants the grace to see the thrones of the eternal triumph before abandoning the war of life. So this, we will see very shortly, is Emperor Justinian. He was the, the Roman Empire in Constantinople in like the 500s and the one who tries to move. We'll get the whole history of Rome in the sixth chapter all through the voice of Emperor Justinian. But he is the one, the Const, Emperor Constantine moved the capital of the Roman Empire from Rome to Byzantium and then called it Constantinople after himself. And then Justinian tries to move the capital of the Roman Empire back into Italy. So they go to war against all these uh, the, the tribes in the north of Italy who had taken over after the fall of the Western Roman Empire. And they, they create a seat in Ravenna, which is where Dante wrote the paradise and which was then also the cap new capital of the Roman Empire for a while, which is also full of mosaics, old churches kind of magnificent beauty and also very nice people there <laughs> so it's a uh, it's a bit off the tourist track so it's a uh, it's a really it's about one hour south of venice so that's kind of where justinian is uh, uh they also have mosaics of justinian there uh, everywhere so he's the one who just comes into the scene here and enters with this really authoritative big tercet with the throne's eternal triumph and the war of life so uh, that sets up the tone for the sixth uh, canto, which is um, more like a historical one, like a political history, which is also some of the same that you see both in Purgatory and in Inferno. So that's one of those. If you read the chapters in this vertical thing, that you read the same chapter in the three books at the same time, like the sixth chapter in all, you, you see sometimes, not always, but sometimes you see the same topic discussed in different ways. So uh, that's going to be for next one. And we're going to read Canto 6 uh, on well, for next Monday that's coming, the 2nd of, of May. And then we're going to have a few days of discussing uh, the contents of that as well. So, uh, uh, and everyone is welcome to just join in and with your thoughts. And also we're posting artworks as well, which is kind of showing all the beauty that has been inspired by the Divine Comedy. So with that, uh, we're going to wrap it up. It's about 12 minutes here. So um, just want to say, hope some of this was uh, interesting and some food for thought. And uh, see you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to A Journey with Dante. 
If you enjoyed some of this, you can listen to the other episodes or also go to our YouTube channel, which is called A Journey with Dante. And you can also support us and get extra materials at patreon.com slash ancientworld. Thank you so much for listening and see you again in another episode.